Cheers to Wednesday. It's December 16th. We're going to have snow in the D.C. area today. Kelly, can you believe it? It's our first snowstorm. Yay. <laughs> See, you live in a condo. I live in a home. So that means I have to be responsible and put out, you know, the salt and s- scoop up the snow and clean off the car. You just get out of your heated condo and go down to your heated garage and pull out of your car. In fairness, the garage isn't heated. Okay. <laughs> okay. I don't want you projecting that on some kind of a bougie elitist over here. Fair enough. It's a regular old garage without heating. And it's quite chilly down there. Plus, who's going anywhere today? Uh, we got a whole bunch of real fun DC stories ahead. We We worked really hard today to make it extra frosty and fun. <laughs> yeah, we have like not breaking news, holiday traditions that are going away. Mm-hmm. You're not going to be surprised by them. Also, one of my favorite stories I've heard today, a story about bees, like buzz buzz, getting drunk. <laughs> <laughs> As opposed to bees, like, let me talk to the manager, getting drunk. <laughs> right. <laughs> also, um, AAA, speaking of not breaking news, released their... Um, holiday travel forecast. We're going to talk about that uh, wintry situation all over the D.C. area today and uh, a little bit of J-Lo news and a royal podcast all on the way. Broadcasting around the Beltway and beyond, it's Tommy and Kelly made in D.C. on the Real Fun D.C. channel and on demand anytime, anywhere you get your podcasts. Hope you are surviving this day. Hope you didn't have too many Gmail outages. My goodness, Kelly Collis, what a time to be alive. (laughs) So there are a lot of closures today, um, especially sort of out where they're expecting a lot of snow. Um, A lot of the school systems have closed, Um, you know, Loudoun and Manassas and all those schools that are expected to get actually some snow as you get closer into the Beltway, uh, the, the snow chances, sorry, Tommy, kind of disappear makes me very sad but don't worry we are unveiling today for the very first time our real fun dc super duper doppler let's go to the map shall we there we go that's what you can expect (laughs) you proud of yourself there tommy yeah some places have snow my goodness like hagerstown burr it's nice up along the uh has this been approved by a meteorologist corridor to be if if we're being totally honest i looked at chuck bell's twitter and then i basically sketched it by hand what he did so Um. that's that's where we went (laughs) Eh, snowish across the city and then a bunch of snope down in southern maryland that's you can expect today um so here's my question with these schools closing like we've trained for this literally (laughs) for the last 10 months Virtual learning, it's a thing. We all have the tools. We know how it works. Like, make it happen. Yep. Um, but I guess some, I don't know. I don't understand it. I know my kids um, that they have school today. Um, they were supposed, one of them was supposed to be on campus briefly today, and that was canceled, even though we're in DC proper. Um, but the headmaster did send out a note saying, Don't worry, we're going to give you snow days, but just not right now. So I, I thought that was kind of nice, actually, to say. What is that? How do they know that? They're not Nostradamus. I mean, I mean, like they're, they're just because we're all virtual learning, we're not going to rule out the snow day tradition. Got it. Okay. Yes. Yeah, I was like, wait a minute. They're like, they're like, we see there's a snow day coming in your future. <laughs> no, no. But I, I do appreciate that because that was something we talked about, like when we were like, ha ha ha, like this, we're only going to be working from home for a couple months. What's going to happen to snow days? So I do like the tradition, Tommy, you're wearing your very festive sweater. I am. In anticipation for snow day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This is my, this is my um, Christmas story sweater. It's like you want to like a, 
a gold star for wearing. I've been wearing Christmas stuff since the beginning of December. I know, but you've been hoeing longer than I have, Kelly. <laughs> <laughs> I've got my my Santa T-shirt on. Look at that. Santa knows what's up. That's a great shirt. I appreciate yeah. that. I appreciate that. Um, so, yes. Anyways, I, I'm glad that the tradition of a snow day is not being taken away from children. At the same time, I'm, I'm, I'm somewhat annoyed that school systems are closed. Yeah, I feel like um, they've been training for it, like you said. Yeah. But something about like a snow day, if you're getting snow, like if, if you're in, you know, let's go back to the super duper Doppler from Real Fun DC. I mean, if, if you're in that like burst nice band or the snow my goodness band, then I think you should absolutely get to like go out and go sledding and do all the things. Every kid deserves to have a snow day where you put a little bit of Crisco on the bottom of your sled and take your life into your own hands. Do not do that. Why not? It's not safe. Oh my okay. gosh. Yeah. Don't do not do that children. All right. Well, I turned out fine. All right. So we're talking about traditions around <laughs> snow day. Also, don't hose down your sled path either and let it freeze overnight and do it in the morning. Definitely don't do that. God, I cannot wait for you to have children. Please. I hope <laughs> I'm alive for that. Growing Later. up, we would sled. And if you got to the train tracks, you won. <laughs> oh my God. Um, so traditions <laughs> that are going away for 20 after 2020 is all over. We're talking yeah. about holiday traditions. Uh huh. So Chinette, which is, you know, the, the disposable plate company <laughs> as they're yeah. so known did they did a whole study and here's the top six big complicated dinners not breaking news traveling also um, not breaking news having large groups of guests come over oh yeah that one we're still doing just kidding <laughs> and getting dressed up Oh, I think you can still get dressed up. You can put your holiday sweater on. Yeah. But I, I mean, I think we, we have, it's going to be really interesting when like the fashion houses kind of come back and there's fashion shows. We are forever, like there, there will be some repercussions in how we dress in the coming years. And I think on all, all levels. Oh, absolutely. You can get yourself a Saint smock if you'd like. <laughs> I put on high heels last night. I met some friends for dinner, safe social distance and did all the things. Uh, I put high heels on. I was like, what the? Did I used to wear these things? Did they hurt? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Extreme pain. You used to wear them all the time, too. I know. I know. So anyways, I think high heels should be added to the list. Of things that are no longer going to be a thing. Not breaking news, yes. I feel like there are now new like luxury yes. lounge things. Yes. Like I personally have been I, I, like uh, 2019 Tommy would have made fun of me, but I'm like, maybe I do need some slip in men Uggs. I don't know. Maybe <laughs> <laughs> to take the dogs out. They seem so furry and warm, but like me 11 months ago would have been like, you're fired. <laughs> so, <laughs> times they are changing. Yes, they are. Um, speaking of times they are changing, there is a royal podcast uh, coming out. Oh, Megan and Harry. It was just a matter of time. Like everybody and their mother has a podcast. So why shouldn't Megan and Harry? So we are learning uh, via Spotify, Twitter, that they joined an exclusive deal with Spotify. This is kind of the new thing that uh, Spotify is doing and, and, and Apple to that point, like having exclusive content. They are not only going to be on a, a podcast, they are also going to produce so we're not, we don't really know a lot of things. We do know that there's going to be a holiday special that we're going to get from Megan and Harry at some Ooh. point in the next couple of weeks. And then starting in 2021, 
they will have featured guests and and it is reported that they're going to talk about the issues they care about of course for harry it's with the veterans and and megan has been very vocal about gender equality that's cool uh the name of their company is archwell audio of course a little mm -hmm. kick back to their son archie so it's going to be interesting to hear their voices right like if they were royals they wouldn't be doing this like i don't don't expect william and kate to get one anytime soon I don't know though. Like going up, going up Harry's like bloodline. Like the King's Speech was kind of the first podcast. <laughs> so, right, and you know how stressful that was. <laughs> There's a whole movie about it. <laughs> I saw the play. Yeah, it seemed like it was a lot. Yeah. Good thing. Good thing the other guy abdicated the throne because he was up to no good. So I'm glad <laughs> that the King's. I'm glad uh, Birdie did his thing. But this but, this is going to be different because they're going to be so about issues that you know they just kind of wave their royal hand at. They're actually going to discuss them and have guests on. So I'm sure controversy will ensue, but it's great that they're, you know, have a voice to do it. I wonder what type of mic they're going to use and if they need any help, like setting up their studio. Tommy, you and I, we, we kind of know what we're doing. We've got that, to figure it out. That's true. We would happily be our 12s um, podcast engineers. <laughs> right. What could go wrong? <laughs> I think they should call the podcast the not King's speech. I'm just, I think this whole Archwell thing, I get their whole brand, but I feel like they're really missing an opportunity here. A little throwback. Totally. With it not being called the not King's speech. <laughs> just saying is all. We're never going to be King. <laughs> <laughs> Which is the opposite of the Lion King situation. Yes. <laughs> um, this was crazy news and something to put on your holiday list, although it's not available till January. The FDA has approved a home coronavirus testing kit, which looks a little bit like the testing kit you would use for your pool. Um, but with an <laughs> app, <laughs> doesn't it? Yes, it totally does. Like you're putting chemicals into probably what would be your spit or saliva, or it, yeah. it, it could kind of look like, like it's like a little dropper. Yeah, you have like a little dropper and you, you take your own little home swab. So the FDA, um, they've authorized the first coronavirus test kit. It's going to be available over the counter without a prescription. And it's from an Australian company called Illumi, E-L-L-U-M-E. Um, it uses a nasal swab, digital analyzer, and it connects to an app. Of course it does with 96% uh, accuracy, they're saying. And it will be for 30 bucks or less, which is right? amazing. I will tell you in Georgetown, do you know there's a pop-up COVID testing site in Georgetown? Mm -hmm. You saw that? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's like, it's become all the rage. Like it's nope. empty, like, but it costs like $200 to get a test. It's the one that looks like a med spa, right? I have a friend yeah. who went there and she was like, it felt like she was walking in to get like <laughs> microdermabrasion and yep. a COVID test. Yeah, I, I looked into it. They're, they're actually popping up all over the country. They're looking for vacant uh, real estate and they're just like doing their COVID testing. Well, there certainly is some. It's I feel like the pop-up COVID test might be like the pop-up like Halloween shop now. 1000% like it's not going to stay there forever. It didn't sign a long-term lease, but it's there for now. <laughs> the walls are definitely not, but also for sure, like cubicle walls that they put up in places. Yeah. <laughs> it's so bizarre, but good for them. I mean, wait, 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 we should have thought of it. <laughs> I know. I think it's called like speed test something oh. like, it's like very obvious. <laughs> like the, the, their storefront is like speed test. <laughs> Well, that brand then could evolve into other kind of things. So there you go. Maybe they, maybe they do have a long plan. Yeah, that's true. Look at that. Look at that, though. 30 bucks, And they'll be available at, like, pharmacies and all kinds of stuff. So um, they're shipping them in uh, January. So if you thought the PS5 or the Yoda was something you were going to get your hands on, that was probably um, a little bit of a hot ticket item. Wait till the home coronavirus test hits the market. Hmm. 
It's crazy. You want to talk New Year's Eve? I guess so. You can't get into it, can you? No. But I'm here for you. I love her. I love it. And just generally, yes. Well, I think this is going to be the largest one ever. Of course, the New Year's Dick Clark's, even though he's no longer with us, still has a rockin' New Year's Eve, which I still find bizarre. What a brand, right? I mean, that guy keeps it going. (laughs) Yeah. Although my daughter's like, who's Dick Clark? Um, J-Lo. Back the book, young lady. (laughs) J-Lo is the headliner. Of course, Ryan Seacrest will be hosting it. A bunch of other celebrities are going to be involved, uh, including Billy Porter and some other musical guests. You're welcome. It's going to be huge. And let's, let's just J-Lo. We haven't seen her really come out and perform since the Super Bowl. So I'm here for it. That's true. That's true. Um, and, and, and we're all home normal. anyway. What? What did you say? Sorry. I talked over you. Yeah. I said we're all home anyway. So that, like, this is like, I feel like going to have the largest ratings ever. Yes. I completely agree. I always love like on the New Year's Rock and Eve, like there's the ball drop at midnight and it's like Mariah Carey or like J-Lo or like whoever. And then by the time they get to like the West Coast feed, they're like, we're going to a ballroom in Sacramento with with like one member of Fallout Boy. <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll be like that this year because you, I can't, know. you can't gather. Anyway, I'm kind of looking forward to it. <laughs> one member of Fallout Boy by himself at a safe social distance in a ballroom in Sacramento. I'm, you know. That was a joke. It wasn't serious. I'm not sure what Fallout Boy is doing for New Year's Eve. Thanks, Tommy. Anytime. Anyway, anytime. Hey, uh, AAA has released their findings and their travel forecast for Christmas, which, of course, the Center for Disease Control has said, like, hey, maybe you shouldn't travel. Or maybe you should postpone that a little bit because of the pandemic. And AAA was like, we can officially forecast that travel will be down. Mm. Certainly not be breaking news. Uh, they're estimating that uh, 34 million fewer people will be traveling <laughs> this year than last year. That's crazy. It's a 29% drop from last year. would be larger, though, don't you think? 29% doesn't sound like terrible. I mean, it's a third. Not, not quite. <laughs> okay, whatever. Yeah. You're going to be on the Santa's naughty list. That's for sure. <laughs> Great. I've been there all my life. Let's do it. <laughs> hey, um, something that uh, everyone should be aware of, something that is going on outside of the parliament in Australia that very well could come to America. I mean, it could happen here. And I think we should um, warn you about it. Those drunk bees outside the parliament. We'll talk about it in 30 seconds. Good food and good friends make for warm hearts. And this holiday season, restaurants around the region have the comfort food and cozy safe spaces to warm your spirit too. Dine in, dine out, take out, or bundle up and enjoy creative streeteries, unique spaces, and heated patios. Support your local restaurants. Give the gift of a delicious meal to yourself or someone you love this holiday season. Yeah, something is going on outside the Australian Parliament. And it could happen here in America. It could happen at our capital. It could happen in our neighborhoods. Something you should be aware of. Drunk bees causing trouble. So people were noticing outside the Canadian Parliament actual bees. You mean the Australian Parliament. What did I say? Uh, Canadian. Yeah, that's it. Australian Parliament. 
apologize, the Australian Parliament, wrong hemisphere. <laughs> so outside of the Australian Parliament, they've been finding like dead bees on the ground and bees like stumbling and bees that are like a little bit flying wobbly. And <laughs> the uh, head beekeeper of the Australian Parliament, which is a job you could have apparently, um, he said that the bees, because it's been warm in Australia, have been getting drunk on fermented nectar inside some of the flowers on the grounds. <laughs> That's amazing. By the way, I had no idea that nectar could ferment, but of course it could. Yeah, I guess it's sugar-based, right? So I guess it, it could totally ferment. And so they're finding that um, normally the bees get a little wobbly this time of year, but I guess it's been extra hot down there, so it's extra fermented. And so there's like a bunch of drunk bees just buzzing around. And um, the best part is that uh, the guard bees outside the hives are not letting drunk bees inside the hive. <laughs> Until they sober up. They're like, can we take a cold shower and drink a cup of coffee and come back? <laughs> Listen to you, drunk bee. Yeah, go fly that off. Actually, don't, don't drink and fly bees. Just you sit there on that twig until you figure out what you've done. I wonder what type of hangover that gives you. It must be awful because like, their <laughs> lifespan is four days and they're this big. So I can't even imagine. <laughs> Or drunk bees. That's why they're saying like a lot of them just like fall out of the sky and die because they're just like drunk and it just fries everything. And well, then you can understand why the guards don't let the drunk bees in. They would cause havoc. Right. Right. <laughs> could you imagine if like the drunk bees were like, "Hey, where's the queen? Listen, you get outside." <laughs> the queen. Queen's like, I want no part of this. Off with your head. <laughs> <laughs> no one night stands for the queen. <laughs> So there you go. I mean, talk about like beer goggles, right? Then they get like nectar goggles and they get like nectar muscles and they're running around with that stinger. I can only imagine what kind of like mayhem drunk bees could possibly cause. No. And then I'm kind of jelly. Like, let's, why aren't we drinking fermented nectar? That sounds delicious. We kind of are. <laughs> Just what? Tequila? Yeah. That could be the name of your spirits company, right? Kelly's fermented nectar. <laughs> That didn't come out very well. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> oh, that's a good story, Tommy. I like it. You got it. You know, I, I try to find the best I can. Um, Christine is enjoying the drunk bees. Thanks for getting involved this morning. We got Marty Lou involved. We've got uh, Sarah getting involved on comments. I love when we get uh, comments on our Facebook or our Periscope, or you can use the open mic button inside the Real Fun DC app to record a message. Oh, also, don't forget, you can uh, get involved in our group text. That's going on even when the show's not live at 703-782-4519. 703-782-4519. Text Kelly and me. Oh, my phone is pretty... Dirty. Dirty. Yeah, a lot of fingerprints and like face on that. I apologize. A little <laughs> early to show you that this morning. <laughs> Courtney Lachlan joins us in just a few minutes to talk about the Bachelorette um, situation. It was two nights in a row. Can you believe it? How lucky are we this? Two nights of Bachelorette in a row. Yay! <laughs> also, um, Costco has done Costco to champagne. Well, I cannot wait. Pop that story open coming up too. Next.